The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. everybody to another edition MLB DFS Quick Hits. It's your Thursday, August 9th edition. We have a six-game slate on tap for you here on your Thursday. Hope everybody had a good Wednesday. Another wild one. This one might be even crazier because pitching is very, 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 very bad. Let's look at your totals real quick on this slate. Um, there are three early games. You got Braves at Nationals in total of nine, Twins, Indians, seven and a half, Padres, Brewers, eight and a half. Uh, but going into your night slate, Rangers at Yankees, 9.5. Red Sox at Blue Jays, 9.5. Orioles at Rays, waiting on the total there. Should be at least 8.5, eight probably 9. Uh, Mariners, Astros, 7. Dodgers at Rockies, Coors Field Special, 10.5. And, and Pirates, Giants at 8. So, yes, offense, offense, offense on your second game, on your sixth game slate. There's one, there's really no. Rain to worry about because where there is, they should be able to close the dome. Wind's blowing out in Yankee Stadium to right field at about 10 miles an hour. So all in all, not too shabby. Let's get into the pitching on this slate. You have three guys at 10K or more. Let's just talk about the four guys at 9,300 or more because then it just drops off massively. You have Justin Verlander at 12-4 at home against the Seattle Mariners. He is by far the high-priced option on the slate. He hasn't even faced Seattle this year, which seems very, very odd in this whole mess. But his last time out, 44.3 at the Dodgers. Struggled against Texas, 35-3 at L.A., uh, 23-9. He's very, very good. We know this. Uh, Seattle's a very up-and-down offense. They strike out only around 20% of the time versus Ryan pitching. Verlander's really, really good. If you want to go there, you can. But I'm starting at James Paxton at $10,600. This guy's been outstanding. He's averaging 21 a point in his last 10. Against the Astros this year, he's faced them three times. He has owned them. 20 and two-thirds innings pitched, two earned. 21 strikeouts, averaging 28.4 DraftKings points per start against Houston. Faced him two starts ago. Seven innings, three hits, no earned, eight Ks for 34 DraftKings points. Been very, very good against him his last time at Houston. Seven and two-thirds, one earned, uh, six Ks for 25.3. When you look at Houston, they're going to have a righty-heavy lineup. And that's interesting because Jamie's Paxton does very, very well versus righties. Uh, when you look at the breakdown, lefties 275, righties 300. But when you look at the power, lefties actually have more power against Paxton than righties. Uh, the Astros, 
They strike out 20% of the time versus left-handed pitching. Paxton's 32% K rate, 14% ground ball rate, 38% uh, ground ball rate. It's 14% swinging strike rate, sorry. Um, lots to like with Paxton. If I'm paying all the way up, I'm going to Paxton at 10-6 over Verlander at 10-4. Yeah, Porcello at $10,000 coming off his amazing start against the New York Yankees. He's going up against Toronto. He's faced three times this year, 15 and two-thirds, 13 earned. 16 Ks, averaging 9.9 fantasy points per game against the Toronto Blue Jays. He faced him four starts ago, two innings, eight earned, uh, two Ks for minus 14.1. He's been decent his last three prior to that, even four of his last five, but Toronto has his number this year. Not sure exactly what it is, but that, that could be a sneakier GPP play in Toronto. But on a small slate, you can still look at Porcello. 23% uh, K rate for Toronto versus right-handed pitching. Same K rate for Porcello with the 45% ground ball rate. Uh, when you look at Toronto, team total of 4.3, lefties 342, righties 298. So I think I think Marcelo might actually be kind of popular tonight after his recent performance against the Yankees. I think Toronto's bats can be sneaky nice. You're going to have to get really weird on this six-game slate because everyone's going to flock to coolers. But uh, last guy up here, J.A. Haps, 9300 bucks. He's at home against the Texas Rangers. He's uh, faced Texas once this year, seven innings, two earned, nine Ks for 30.8 DraftKings points. Happ is one of those totally up and down guys. But his last three starts: 16-5, 24-9, 16-1. They had a minus two, a point two, and then 14-1, 27, 17, 23, 15. He's very, very good. Um, he'll have the blobs like all pitchers have. He's coming off his first start off a hand, foot, and mouth disease, so take that as you will. But Texas does strike out 23% of the time. Pax, or Happ's a minus two fifteen home favorite, currently the highest favorite on the night slate. He's striking out. Almost 27% of the batters he faces, which is really, really good for J.A. Happ. He has a 10.4% swinging strike rate with a 44% ground ball and a 29% uh, hard contact rate. He's been very, very, very good this year. Has occasional hiccups. When you look at Texas, a 3.8 team total, third lowest on the slate. Lefty's 274, righty's 312. So J.A. Happ could be one of those sneakier plays that doesn't get love. Almost if you could put Happ and Paxton together and, and find value, I would almost go that way because... We're about to go into a depth of pitching that's going to scare the living crap out of people and might give children nightmares. Uh, so it's really, really bad. So you look at the pitching up top. I'm going Paxton 1, Hap 2, Verlander 3, Porcello 4. That's where, I'm, that's where I'm building around up top, but they're all viable options. just depends on where you choose to go, but Paxton and Hap lead the way for me. Now you drop all the way down. I'm skipping Stripling and Coors because coming off the deal, I don't know how long... Um, Davey Roberts let him go. It's very, very risky. But you drop below $6,000 at $5,900. Tyler Anderson of the Colorado Rockies uh, at home against the Dodgers. He's faced the Dodgers twice this year. 13 innings, 5 earned, 12 Ks, averaging 19.1 per start. He's uh, on the season averaging 15 a game at home. He's actually been better at home than on a road. A 3.65 ERA at home compared to 4.48 on the road. Almost a K per inning. His last home start came against Houston, 18.9. Against Seattle, 17.9. Arizona, 23-3. Giants, 37-6. Miami, 16-1. Mets, 10. Those are his last few home starts. He's actually really, really good versus right-handed pitching. That's something to keep in mind, or right at hitting, because the Dodgers will throw a lot of him at him. The Dodgers have a team total of 5.4, highest on the, or second highest on the slate. But lefties, 288. Righties, 291 versus uh, Anderson this year. And the Dodgers have a 300 Woba and a 157 ISO. Nothing super crazy like go run and hide from. Um, they strike out 22.5% of the time versus lefties. Anderson has a 22.6% K rate, 12% swinging strike, 39% ground ball, almost a 31% hard contact rate. 
for fifty nine hundred bucks, I think there's a lot of upside here. It is scary. They have Dozier, they have Machado, uh, Puig, Kemp, Kiki, Taylor. Uh, the list goes on and on and on. Grandal's a switch hitter. There's tons of them there. I get it. It's terrifying. But for fifty nine hundred bucks, you can match him with a pitcher up top, get a ton of bats, and see where your night takes you. So he is definitely an option. We can't just walk over at this mess, especially because these next two pitchers will be the popular ones. When you go to San Francisco, they have one of the lowest totals on the entire slate outside of Houston and Seattle. You got Andrew Suarez at $5,100. He faced Pittsburgh once this year, four innings, seven hits, five earned, five Ks for 3.6. He's got a 3.64 ERA at home compared to 5.61 on the road, so he's been much, much better at home. Uh, his last home start, 12.1 against Milwaukee, 9.7 against Oakland. He hasn't been that dominating guy when he first got up here, and that's the part that scares me. And yes, the Pirates' numbers don't look great. They have a 3.7 total, second lowest on the slate. But lefties hit 248, righties 360 for Suarez. And that's what scares me because, sure, it's a 313 low, but 160 ISO for the Pirates' first righties. But we've noticed it. We've been using it a lot when they played the Cubs and some other teams. Uh, they've got some bats that have been doing very, very well versus left-handed pitching. So the Pirates, A, their bats can be cheap and helpful. B, I think Suarez will be popular, and, and maybe he throws a gym. Maybe you want to go there at 5,100 just for the savings alone. The upside's there. The value's there. I'm just a little slightly worried there. The other guy in the matchup, Ivan Nova, 4,900 bucks. Chalky Ivan Nova is never good. He's priced at $4,900 for a reason. He's been very, very bad. His last 10 games averaging 12.3. He's faced the Giants once this year. Five and two-thirds, four earned, two Ks, four DraftKings points. His last two starts, 0.4, 1.9. Prior to that, though, 14.8 at Cincinnati, 10.3, 16, minus 4, 7, 9, 32, 16, 27. He's got that tremendous upside with a very, very volatile stuff as well. And that's what makes it very, very tricky. Uh, the Giants do strike out almost 24% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Uh, Nova's 17% K rate, 45% ground ball rate. The Giants have a 4.3 team total. Lefty's 392, righty's 322. They have a bad Woba of 307, a really bad ISO of 142. First right-handed pitching, so I'm not saying Nova's not play by any means. It's an interesting spot at his price point, especially. It's just chalky Nova's never good Nova. So down below, I got Tyler Anderson one because I want to be contrarian down here, and I like his upside in that matchup. And then Nova two, Suarez three. So that's where you're going to be going down below. Recapping up top, I got uh, Paxton one, Jay Hay, Hap two, Verlander three, Porcello four. Let's go look at the bats on this loaded, loaded slate. Again, you got Grandal and Coors at 52. Probably not going there. But you got Robbie Chirinos at 4,200 versus Jay Happ. If you're not using Happ, Chirinos does come into play for you. Um, Cervelli at 39 versus Suarez as well is a nice option in that matchup. Elias Diaz for the Pirates also at 36. Could be an option for you. When you go down a little farther, if uh, Austin Romine for the Yanks at 35 could be a play versus Baruki if you're stacking the Yanks. Um... Heather Nag is really, really nasty. Uh, Michael Perez of Tampa Bay at 3K versus Hess. He could be a nice cheaper option. One I'll probably go to. I think it might be popular. Sandy Leone at 2800 versus Baruki could be a nice cheapie for you down there. Um, other than that, you could maybe play one of the Baltimore catchers at 28 and 27, but I'd probably go uh, Leone at 28 and go from there. First base, you got uh, Muncie and Coors, Bellinger and Coors. Okay, Jake Bowers at 44, not bad. But you got Steve Pierce, first base outfit eligible versus the lefty Baruki at 43. That's a lock and load. We're always targeting Pierce versus lefties. I think it's a great play versus Baruki. When you look at Boston on the slate tonight, they have a 5.2 team total. It is third highest on the slate. Lefty's 280, righty's 328 off Baruki. So you can definitely look at some Steve Pierce at 4,300 in a great spot there. 
Um, CJ Crone versus Hess is very interesting at 4,200. When you look at Tampa Bay, we're waiting on a team total. But lefty's 355, righty's 373 off Hess. So righty's having a little more success, a little more power this year off of Hess. So Crone at 42 will be very, very much overlooked. Another guy, first base, third base eligible. You got David Freese at 41. He usually gets cleanup versus lefties. It is a crappy ballpark to hit in compared to all things tonight, but Pittsburgh will be super low owned, so there'll be some value for you there. When you slide on down, like Mitchie, two bags of 4K, even though it's a lefty, I don't completely hate it. He's got that power in that matchup. If you want to fade Porcello, though, like a Justin Smoke at 39 definitely comes into play against Porcello, and hoping Toronto blows him up again. Uh, farther down you go, you look at the likes of. Greg Bird at 36 versus Gerardo is stupid cheap. Remember, Webb blowing out to right. Yankees have the highest total at 5.7. Lefty's 385. Righty's 380. Greg Bird's been horrible. Horrible, horrible. But it's like the Joey Gallo theory. And Gallo's been much, much better than Greg Bird. That's why he's probably higher than Greg Bird. Bird's been bad. Like, really bad. He's averaging two points in his last 10. But he's also got that home run upside where he can flip it out to right in no time flat. The 3,600 versus Gerardo is really, really bad. He becomes a very, very nice value play, especially if you're paying up for pitching. You can slide him on in and make uh, make that work. Kendris Morales, another value at 3,400 versus Porcello. I don't hate that as well. If you're if you're looking to pay up for pitching, you need to punt. You're going to have to get weird with your punts. You're going to have to take some uncomfortable situations. So at Kendris at 34, Greg Bird at 36, those are two options you can definitely get behind in a GPP, and you know they can easily run into one. That's what you're looking for. You're taking your value. Can they run into one? Yes, they can. Now you go to second base, you got Brian Dozier and Coors at 55. Not a bad play. We do we did say lefties are better than righties versus Anderson, but Dozier, career-wise, has smoked him. Rubio Dora has shown power versus lefties. He's 47 versus Hap, if you want to be contrarian in that matchup. Again, wind blowing out to right. But like Gleyber Torres at 43 versus Toronto, absolutely love it. Uh, love it. He's been in the middle of that order. Joey Wendell will be super low-owned. He's 4100 bucks. Second base outfield eligible. Averaging 8.7 his last 10. Eight yesterday in a zero, a 24, a two, a 15, a nine, a seven. Of late, he's got a little power speed combo hitting cleanup for the Rays. No one will own him at 4100 bucks, <clears throat> so he's a contrarian type play. You can go out of that mid price range, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, farther down, you go like a Josh Harrison at 38 versus Suarez, very much worth a look for you there. Willie Adamas at 37 uh, could be a play for you as well. Uh, Neil Walker, 3600 bucks, first base, second base eligible. He's not lighting the world on fire, but again, it's a piece of the highest total on the slate. Uh, 5-0-19 in his last three. So he's kind of an all-or-nothing guy. But Gerardo's very, very, very bad. So you can kind of pick on that with some value there and see what uh, magic you can make happen. Johnny VR is only 3500 for the Baltimore Orioles versus Tampa Bay. In the Woods going to be starting, the righty Wood, and then it goes kind of whatever they're going to put out of their bullpen. But VR is a nice little spot there to lead off at 3500 I don't hate that at all if you're looking to save. Again, these are savings guys. You know, Harvest Solarte, second base, third base. He's 3300 bucks. I like that quite a bit for savings. That's big-time upside. You're, you're going crazy uh, because Porcello's been very, very good his last three, but we got to look back at the, the picture as a whole. And Toronto's gotten to him this year, but prior to those three starts, he scuffled a little bit. Third base, you got Arenado and Coors at 54. It's always a look, good look there. Mentioned Muncy already. Justin Turner, 4700 and Coors. Very interesting as well. We got the switch hitting Jerickson uh, Profar, third base shortstop at 46. He'll go super low owned versus Hap. Alex Bregman, if you aren't using Paxton, Bregman's third base shortstop eligible at 45. Miguel Andihar, we saw him streak early in the year. He's kind of cooled down. He's streaking again. He's averaging 8.6 his last 10, 7 and 24 in his last two. Uh, he's got that big power upside at 4,300 versus Gerardo. Again, David Freese, 4,100 against Suarez, first base, third base eligible. Talked about him earlier. 
When you slide on down some more, though, you're thinking Adrian Beltre at 39, Rafael Devers at 37. Yes, it's lefty-lefty. I don't care. He returned from the DL yesterday and spanked one. Looking really, really good there. Um, young, again, Young Harris Solarte, third base, second base, 3300 bucks. Tim Beckham went deep yesterday. Another value at 3300 third base shortstop eligible. He's averaging 9.2 his last 10. His last two, 16 and 18. So definitely something then a 0, then a 5, 8, 9, 7, 6, 15, 8. So 6 or more in 9 of his last 10, like 7 or 8 or more in like 7 of those for 3300 bucks against Tampa Bay and their bullpen. That's a really good price at third base or shortstop. Probably more so at shortstop, but that's kind of one of those sneakier deals. You play like VR at 35, Beckham at 33. This is why I think you can pay up for pitching tonight and have at least at least GPP shots. They can all fall on their face. We know that already. But you got to take those gambles on a crap slate like this. That's how you differentiate yourself. Everyone's going to run to Coors. Everyone's going to run to the Yankees. Everyone's going to run to Boston. How can you make yourself different? You can still have little pieces of those, but everyone's going to want those. So you pay up for pitching because if you pay up for pitching, you can't afford those guys, at least not the masses that you want. And then you get different at the bats. That's how you're going to make this work. Going over to shortstop, Manny Machado and Coors at 54 is very, very intriguing. Didi Gregorius at 49 versus Toronto is an outstanding play. He's probably going deep tonight. I wouldn't be shocked by that at all. You got Chris Taylor and Coors at 47. Jerks and Profar at 46. Bregman at 45. Talked about all them. You got Kiki versus Lefty at 43 in Coors. But Bogart's at 42. Like He's like the eighth or ninth guy down the list. I'd be going that direction against Baruki if you want to be uh, different than the rest of the guys up top there. Elvis Andrews at 41 is also very, very interesting in his matchup. If Brandon Crawford's got a good spot in the order, say sixth or better, 3,800 for Crawford's not too bad at all. Uh, I, could, I could dig that quite a bit. Um, Jordy Mercer at 34 versus Suarez, another value play. You mentioned Tim Beckham already at 33. I like that as some value as well when you're looking at the shortstop position. Now let's head to the outfield and wrap her up. Yeah, Mookie Betts at 59 in a great spot versus Baruki, but I'd rather have J.D. Martinez at 56. They're both great plays. Both can have huge nights. But give me J.D. versus the lefty in the middle of that order at 56. That's the place I'd be looking. You got Blackman at 54, Dahl at 53. Both really good plays there versus Stripling coming off the DL. Uh, Cargo at 52 as well, so that outfit's locked and loaded. But outside of, you know, J.D. Martinez, maybe Betts up top, I'm going down to G. and Cardo at 51. He had a big, big fly yesterday. 22 DraftKings points, averaging 10.4 his last 10. He's been smoking, smoking hot. 22, 19, 6, 8, 12, 0, 21. Uh, really, really feeling it at the dish. Great matchup versus Dorado. Give me some Giancarlo if you need to go to the top. Aaron Hicks at 48 is a great spot as well. Went deep yesterday. I always have a soft spot for Hicks. He's a very, very underrated, underappreciated ball player. like him quite a bit. Uh, Malik Smith leading off at 47, kind of how we talked about um, the other guys in the Rays lineup that we get way overlooked. Another 15 points from uh, from Malik's last night. 11.8 on average his last 10. 15, 9, 19, 9, 14, 0, 29, 15. Really playing some good baseball. He gets on, steals bags, scores runs. Don't sleep on Malik's at 47 because everybody else is. Don't be that guy. Uh, sliding on down even farther, you got Jake Bowers at 44. Talked about him. Maybe a Brett Gardner at 44. Kind of a different piece of that Yankees action. Love us some Steve Pierce at 43. I think a lot of people will because, you know, on a slate like this where bats are expensive and pitching is expensive, getting Pierce at 43 is actually pretty damn good value. Really good value. Uh, Starling Marte is really good value, too. I know it's San Francisco at night. The ball doesn't carry as well. It is going to be a little hotter than normal here out west. But uh, Starling Marte at 43 is a great play in this matchup against Suarez. That's quite the savings there. Uh, Matt Camp at 42 and Coors do like that quite a bit. There's Joey Wendell again, second base outfield at 4,100. Talked about him earlier. 
Sliding on down a little farther, good go Gallo in a GPP of 41. Kiermaier 4K, but Kiermaier's been batting like seventh lately. That loses a lot of its luster. He's got to be towards the top of that order. Otherwise, it's just not worth it. Uh, Denard Span at 39 is a GPP, in the middle of that Seattle lineup. But Grichik leading off at 38 versus Porcello, I like quite a bit. T. Oscar at 38 is also not bad as, as well, but both interesting. Curtis Granderson versus Porcello at 37. That's my GPP boy when he's facing a righty leading off in that lineup. Farther down we go now. You got the likes of maybe a Steven Duggar if he's leading off at 37 versus Nova. That's not a bad value play for you there. Um, farther down you look, it's the way the outfit's going this, lately. Hope you guys played some Culberson yesterday at 34. That was beautiful. But like Adam Jones and Trey Mancini both at 3400 bucks versus Wood. Wood is not that good, guys. Really, really not a good pitcher. And you're going to get a lot of raised bullpen after that. So take advantage of it while you can. Um, it's going to be very, very interesting in that matchup tomorrow or today um other than that when you keep sliding down not much not much at all i'm not even gonna no 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 yeah check your lineups see what else pops up because you have tochi at 29 Cameron maven at 28 these aren't guys i'm looking to play tonight so you know go go down to about 33 34 you might find a dart or two but wait for lineups to see what else shows up recapping your pitching real quick up top you got paxton one hap two Verlander 3, Porcello 4. Uh, down below, Anderson 1, Nova 2, Suarez 3. Again, Yankees highest total. Then the Dodgers and the Red Sox and the Rockies. So that's where everyone's going to be looking. I think the Red Sox kind of be different in the group, but they're all really, really good spots there. But um, don't be scared to maybe look at uh, the Pirates a bit. Don't be scared to look at the Rays in their matchup and the Orioles as well. Those can make for some interesting plays as well but hey if you want to be with the rest of the crew just mix it up a little bit be a little different in that, that mess because those teams should score quite a bit for all you playing the three games play we're gonna do the whole day's bvp real quick trey turner has two homers okay the nationals has great success for Sandoval sanchez matt adams has a homer trey turner two daniel murphy one matt weeders two adam eaton two bryce harper one ryan zimmerman one they're hitting 262 as a team with 10 dongs against uh sanchez but Gio's been struggling against the Braves as well. Kurt Suzuki, 6 for 13, 2 doubles, 2 homers. Camargo, 7 for 14, 2 doubles and a homer. Freeman, 15 for 48, 6 doubles, 4 homers. NCRT, 11 for 25, 2 doubles. Swanson's taken him deep twice. Uh, da, da, da. Joe Maurer, 16 for 54, 5 doubles, a triple, 2 homers versus Kluber. Kepler, Rosario, Forsyth have all taken Kluber deep. Robinson Trinos, 3 for 8, double and a homer onto the night slate now off of Hap. Uh, Justin Smokes hitting 270 off Porcello, but 10 for 37 with two doubles and five home runs. So seven of his 10 hits are extra bases, half of them home runs. Keep that in mind. Uh, Morales has taken him deep twice as well. Mookie Betts, two for two, two triples off Barugi. Small, small sample, of course. Joey Wendell, four for five off Hess. Duffy's taking him deep. Uh, da, 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 da. The, the Astros are hitting a buck 97 with no homers off of Paxton with a 224 Woba and a .70 ISO. That's really, really good stuff. They faced him quite a bit. Um, that's impressive. Very impressive. Uh, Kyle Seager, 8 for 25, 3 doubles, 3 homers off Verlander. Span, 17 for 44, 2 doubles and a triple. Nelly Cruz has taken a deep as well. Nolan Arenado, 5 for 11 with a double and a homer off Stripling. Justin Turner, 11 for 21, three doubles and a homer off Anderson. Bellinger, Kemp, and Enrique Kiki Hernandez have all homered off of Anderson. B. Croft, 5 for 11, two doubles and a triple off Nova. 
Evan Longoria, 13 for 44. Four doubles, three home runs off Nova. And that'll do it for your BVP. And that'll do it for Quick Hits. Thanks for joining us today. Check us out on Twitter at TheSportsDGens, TheSportsDGens.com. I am at BDNTrick. I've got Bench with Bubba, episode 112 with Elliot Chris talking fantasy football running backs. We have, I recorded last night's out, Bench with Bubba, episode 113 with Randy Haynes of Friends with Fantasy Benefits talking some fantasy baseball. we got Around the Base with Bubba Mo episode 75, talking Red Sox domination over the Yankees. Some fantasy baseball 2019 top 10 previews. It's a really fun discussion there. Talking top prospects, much, much more. So that's a fun episode of Around the Bases. Go check that out. Um, tons more content. We have our new writers with the uh, fantasy football stuff coming out early and often. Great stuff there. So go check us all out. Give us a rating and review on the, the, the podcast wherever you listen. We have SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Spreaker, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Podbean, YouTube. Wherever you listen to it, check it out. Give us a rating and review for all our podcasts. It would be much, much appreciated. It would help us go a long, long ways. But good luck on your six-game slate this Thursday. Come back with a full one on Friday. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Monday, August 9th edition. I'm out. <laughs>